Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name's Nick. It's that time of week again. We delve into the bottom of the Netflix stream and we hope to surface with a hidden gem we to really tell you do. about. And it goes to wonder if we have this week. It does go to wonder. Doth it. Sorry. My my so I've appeared here this week, but my brain has not come <laughs> with me. I apologize. Below Zero is the movie we're doing this week. Sure. It was released in 2021. Okay. It's an 18. It's a little baby movie. It is a little baby movie. It's an 18. It runs for one hour and 46 minutes and is currently rated at 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Is it? 6.2. I'm... That's lower than I expected given the ratings of a couple of movies we've had in the last month or so. I'd agree with that. I think that's a very good thing. Very good point. Yeah. This film stars a guy called Javier Gutierrez. He plays Martin Salas in this. Sure. Uh, he's in the Assassin's Creed movie. Oh, amazing. With the guy from last week's film. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's also been on the show before. He's in Mirage. Yes. Which I think is the best movie we've ever done on the show, personally. I've heard you've said that. I've said it many times <laughs> in the past. Um, but yeah, he's in that. He's also in a film called The Occupant, which we've also done on this show, but not in a main episode. No, we did it as a bonus in, in a wave. We did do it as a, like a mini episode in it the, was inside a, of it. It was a prize for one of our patrons, Sam, winning the stream, uh, the wild, wild card. card. It was. That season. It was, yeah. So he's in that as well. So And they're both really good movies, as far as I remember. I, I barely remember The Occupant, but I think it was all he right. He was good in The Occupant. He's good in I, I seem to remember The Occupant was okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with. But he's good. Mirage is great, and he's he's good in that. Yeah, yeah Mirage needs more eyes on it for sure. Uh, also stars Cara Iela Jalde. He plays Miguel, and Luis Cajeo plays Remis. Okay, I haven't got much on anybody in this film other than Javier Gutierrez because I don't really know anything about any of them. Uh, written by Fernando Navarro and Luis Quile, and directed by Luis Quile. Quile Quiles Quile. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you, Nick, have a one-word review of Below Zero? Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> Good one. It's very cold, this movie. It is. You can see why they've called it Below Zero. I can see why they've called it Below Zero. I don't know if I would have called it Below Zero. No. I don't think it's a very good name. Do you, do you know what? That would be one of my first uh, Nick picks, would be that I think the title of this movie doesn't do it any justice. No, Because I think it's a very bland off the sort of straight to video yeah. movie title. No thought's gone into it at all. Yeah. And it, I, yeah. It makes you wonder if everybody in there, everybody who's made this movie was been out in the cold for so long and for months on end filming and gone back and gone, we need to call this movie Below Zero because we've not been above zero for months. They should have called it The Truck People Couldn't Get Out Of. <laughs> they should have called it The Truck People Couldn't Get Out Of. That's a great name for a movie. It's going to keep... <laughs> I don't think it gonna is. going to get me watching. <laughs> the Truck People Couldn't Get Out Of. I'm up for that. <laughs> Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, in the mud. It it's does. It's very muddy. It's muddy. Uh, and uh, a man is being pursued. Yes. Uh, he is soon caught. Yes. And beaten. Yes. Heavily beaten. Interrogated. Yes. He's choked and not in a fun bedroom way. <laughs> okay, that's an in insight into your life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's put into an open grave. Yeah. And then buried alive. Uh, and And someone looms above him. Yes. Saying things like, where is she? What have you done with her? Yes. 
and things of that nature. And it's just when you've just said that, it has occurred to me who this person is. So that's oh, has it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's good. I feel like, because you've been very ill this week. I have been very you ill. Watched, I was, when I was watching this, this I was very when Ill. you were very ill. Some of this may continue to fall into Some place. Some of it, yes. That's just falling into place. Because I, I, my first question to you was going to be, who are these people and why are they doing <laughs> what they're doing? But as we go through this movie now, you will begin to understand. Brutal uh, start, though. Uh, this guy's buried alive. Yeah, completely. He's not dead. He's yeah. still conscious. And he is buried alive in this muddy, wet, horrible field. Yeah. Very brutal start. Um, and then we cut to a family in a car. Sure. Unfortunately, this car is broken down on the side of a very busy highway. Got a flat tire. Got a flat tire. Yeah. So it's mum, dad, and daughter. Yes. Um, mum decides look, she's going to have to go. She's got to get somewhere. Got to get probably get the kids to get, school or yeah, something. Yeah. So she's going to go leave the kid. No, because she left the kid oh, with the dad. Yeah, she did. You're right. So she, the mum had to get off somewhere. She's got off on her own. Yeah. Leaves the kid with the dad while he tries to change the tire on the side of the he road. Does. It's raining. It's raining. It's, it's not nice. It's not a nice. rush hour. A really horrible situation. People are beeping at him. His car's in the way. He's holding up traffic. Not good. Um, but that doesn't matter because it's never mentioned again. No, it <laughs> was a strange... <laughs> it really was. It's like... Did we even need to know this guy was a... Fa- yeah, I suppose we did need to know he was a family man. Yes, but we was, did need Was to this that. the way to do... I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. I think maybe it was it just to show that he knew what he was doing around a car. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't maybe. know. Anyway, it turns out this guy is a cop. This is our lead character, Martin Salas. Uh, he is played by Javier Gutierrez. He's a cop. And he... It's, it's, it feels like it's his first day on this particular job. I, on this I, station? I this thought... He, yeah, I kind of got... Although I don't think it was... Did you watch... Did, was there a dub? Did you watch the dub? I did watch the dub. So I watched the subtitles and I can't recall that it specifically said it's his first day back. Yeah. Or first day at this precinct. I think it was his first day but, at this but precinct. But that's the, that's the vibe I had. Yeah, I think it was because... I think the guy says to him, oh, you've got a, it's your first day and you've given a prison He definitely transfer. said it's his first time doing a prison transfer. Yeah. He so just I don't know if he'd moved departments. Yeah, maybe. He didn't know yeah. the guys who he was going to work with, no. for sure. Uh, yeah, so he's been assigned on his first day a prisoner transfer job. Yeah. So he's basically escorting some prisoners from one prison to another. Exactly. Um, and he meets his new partner. Uh, he had a really strange name, Montesito or something. Montesinos. Montesinos. That was a great name. And yeah, I thought the guy name. really looked like Pedro Pascal. He really did. I thought that as well. I've written that down. I don't somewhere. know if it's because Pedro Pascal is everywhere. Yeah, and he's, you're just seeing, even um, when he's not everywhere, he is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this guy looked just, it was a real dead ringer for him, yeah, I thought. He really was. You could play Pedro Pascal in the Pedro Pascal biopic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so these two head off to this prison. Um, so they get given a list of, there's like five or six different people they're transferring. Sure. And, so and Montezuna says to Martin, oh, this guy's a, this guy's not, we don't have to worry about this guy. Yeah, this, this guy's, guy's a, a Romanian gang leader. Yeah, he could be trouble. This one's a badass. This one's a politician, a yeah. corrupt politician. There's like a, a real band of characters. Yeah. Um, and they gather all their pr- car- uh, prisoners oh. together into one room. Also, there's a snowstorm coming. Oh, yeah. The weather's also, about to the take a turn. Turning. Yeah. Um, so they gather all their prisoners together. They do. They start searching them, strip searching them. Quite some quite graphic scenes of strip surging going on in this. Yeah, there's a lot of bending over and coughing, coughing that yeah. sort of business. A couple of willies, see a couple of willies at the beginning. You definitely see ball bag when you there's see ball bag when at people one point. are crouched down, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Yeah, you do. There's there's definitely like... we don't get many bottom of the stream willies, but we we've got a couple in this one. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> you, there's full on gooch going on. 
You do not want to see any Grahams. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they do. They they start searching for all these guys, literally, <laughs> and um, getting them ready to be transferred. Um, the prisoner, one of the prisoners gets a bit handsy with um, Montesinos. Yeah. And Martin breaks it up and it's like, there's a bit of a scuffle. Yeah. Um, and then the prisoners all get escorted out to their bus. And there's like a couple of lines in there, isn't there, saying Montesinos says, oh, we're going to take the back roads. Yeah. Uh, is you know we do this under the cover of darkness. Yeah. Um. No cell phones. It's radio contact only with the escort. Nobody and, knows where we're yeah, going. So Nobody just, knows where we've come from. Yeah. Police escort. There's police. One police car as well. It's convenient that they're difficult to find. Look. Yes. <laughs> so at least we're established. Let's have some exposition here, please, yeah. people. Um. When they get on the transfer bus lorry truck thing, they're all locked in individual cells. I thought, like, I'm not a car. I'm not interested really in cars or anything. Yeah. I'm not saying I'd want to drive around a prison truck. It'd be really impractical. Yeah. But I thought it was quite cool. Yeah. It was literally a prison in the back of a truck. It was, It really was, yeah. <laughs> like, with all, they all had their own cells. Yeah, they all had like, individual cells, even with, like, the food hatches yeah. in the doors and everything. Things have come on since Con Air. <laughs> they really have. <laughs> they really have indeed. Um, It takes... Montesinos takes some of the cuffs off some of the people... But not all of the cuffs off all of the people. Yeah, it's like the ones that he doesn't like. seem as dangerous, yeah. he's fine with. So like the old politician is come off. But it, like the remaining gang leader, yeah, he has to keep his cuffs on. Yeah, And Ramis. Ramis. He's so like I, a, I'm not really sure what he was in for. I think he was a bank robber. Yeah. I think because he's, he's, he's a long time criminal. He's been in prison for a long time. Yeah. I'm sure it said for robbing banks. Because okay. he was like an expert in lockpicking and right, things. Okay. So that's why he kept his handcuffs on him. So Martin's driving. Montesinos is in the back with the prisoners, yeah. but in a separate cell area. Yeah, skated so off from Martin's them. in the cab. Yeah, let's just lay out the geography of the, the, the vehicle. Truck. Yeah, Martin's driving in the cab. Montesinos is at the end of the prison corridor. Yeah, but he's behind a gate. Gate, but and then they are all in these individual. So to get to him, you have to get through the doors and the gate. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then there is an escort vehicle ahead of them yes. with another couple of cops. Cops in. in. Yeah, that's your setup. And then we cut to a mysterious man in a hooded cloak on the side of a road. And he's got one of these... He was in the, the pro, prologue. Yeah, it's the same guy from the prologue, yeah. I get that now. Thank you. <laughs> um, he has one of these like stingers that you see cops use in the road. Yes. And they're trying to burst the tyres. He has one of them and he drapes it across the road. Um, then all we cut back. That's all we see at that point. And then the prisoners all start bantering. And they're like, it's cold back it's cold, here. Yeah, it's, it's really cold, it's... Below zero. Just, yeah, prisoners being prisoners being prisoners testing the 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 boundaries. I guess yeah. Montesino manages to shut them all up. Martin turns the heat up. Eventually. Yeah, he's, he, I was just gonna say he, he, he shuts them all up and then he's like, actually, it's a bit chilly back yeah. here. Let's turn the heating up. So he tells Martin to turn the heating up. He does. Remis then reveals that he needs a shit. Yeah, he needs to go to the toilet. Um, which one of the cells is also a toilet. Yes. So this is quite a cool bus. Um. So Montesinos. Takes him, grabs him, puts him in the other cell. Yeah. Shuts the door, lets him have some Uncuffs privacy. Him. Uncuffs him. Yeah. Lets him have some privacy. And Montesinos has got, like, he'd hidden, even though they've been strip searched and internally searched, he'd managed to hide this basically lock picking kit. Yeah. Ramis had, not Montesinos. Yeah, Ramis. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It, yeah, he'd managed to, it was up his ass. Yeah. But there was a bit of, he was the quite, he was quite liked by the guards when they were doing the searching. Yeah. And he never actually even took his underpants oh, off. Oh, did you not? No. Like, you've been here for years. You're, yeah, you're yeah. fine. So yeah, he, because he was liked, he was uh, he was let off, and I think so. He, he unloads this. Lock Don't pick. say that. 
from he does. himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. It's all wrapped in cling film. It's quite grim. And, and then goes back to his cell. He does. And outside, the journey continues and the fog... It is, is getting foggy. Is really closing in. Yeah, it is uh, really, really foggy. And they're on sort of quite narrow woodland roads, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Martin loses sight of the uh, sight, <laughs> loses sight of the escort car, the police car that's in front of them. Even though it's got all his blues and twos on, yeah. he's, he loses sight of it. He can't see it through the fog. He's still in radio contact. He says he asks them to slow down. He says, yeah. "Look, the fog's really bad. I've got no visibility." And they say, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're I don't know twenty meters ahead." Or yeah, something. absolutely. And then we see this man throw this stinger in the road again. Yeah. And yeah. It was the same scene, wasn't it? It was badly edited. I, yeah. I think it was the same scene twice in the film. It was weird. Um, because he threw it down earlier. Yeah. Then they got overtooked by him in the car. Yeah. And then he throws it down again. Yeah, he yeah. does. I think yeah. that scene was just plopped in yeah. there in the wrong place, maybe. Um, and Martin drives over it. Yeah, Martin hits the stinger. He does. And so, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't burst the tires of the truck because you'll find out later that it doesn't. But it, he must have just thought it hit something because he stops the truck. Yeah, I think it did burst one tire. Did it? Yeah, because they drive I off in it later the and killer, then people are shooting at yeah, these tires. Yeah, but the killer was doing something to the wheel later on. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, it's probably got it, run flats it anyway. It crashes it, slash. He pulls it over and stops. Yeah. He's like, "What the hell have I just hit?" Um, and he also now still can't see this cop car, which presumably no, has also that's hit disappeared. It, yeah, which has presumably also hit this stinger. Um, and Martin can't raise them on the radio. Yes, so he gets it is he a just gets static from his colleagues. Yeah, so Montesino is the first one. He's like he he's goes like, outside. Well, I'll go out. I'll, I'll go out. I can somehow. He's got a key to the back door of the truck. Yeah. yeah. So he goes out through the back door. Um, and then he we lose contact with him. Yeah. We don't know where he's gone. So. Meanwhile, Remus has managed to lockpick his own handcuffs off. And he says, look, I'm out of my handcuffs. I can get out of this cell. Yeah, We've stopped now. I can get you all out. This is what's happening in the back. And all the others are sort of saying to uh, Romano, who's this the Romanian gang leader. gangster guy, yeah. Is, is this your guys? Yeah, these your guys. Is this a plan? Yeah. Are they busting you out? Are and we, he, uh, he doesn't deny it. No, because as far as he knows, it might be. He yeah. Um, but Romish says, look, I can get everybody out of these cells now. This is all going to go well. Because there's nobody in the back with them now, so they can say whatever yeah. they want. Um, Romish then does get out of his cell. He manages to use the lockpicking kit to pull the bolt open. Yeah. And then Martin gets out of the cab to investigate what's going on. Yeah, because he can't now raise Montesino on the radio. Or the escort car. Yeah, everybody's got this one. Um, he slowly walks through the fog and trips over Montesino's body. Yeah. That's how... Foggy, it's got. <laughs> Didn't even see. He is all in black, to be fair. Yeah, he is. Um, he's not dead, Montesinos, but he's not in a good way. Oh, I thought he was at this point. Anyway, <laughs> at this point, yeah. I thought I just thought no, he's he dead. Didn't, didn't he like twitch or something? I don't know. I think he, I don't he, think he was dead. There's some twitching later on. He's certainly not dead it. later on. Yeah. Uh, then there's some gunshots start firing out. Yeah, Martin's under attack. He is. So he takes cover behind the. He finds the overturned cop car. Yeah. That was escorting him. It's been turned over. The cops inside are also not in a good way. They, are, I think, they are dead. They, they're dead, but they also get shot through the windscreen yes, now as well. So, so they're dead twice. They're dead, double dead. Uh, so Martin takes cover behind the overturned cop car, uh, and he kind of gets he gets some glancing wounds. I wouldn't say he was full on shot. Yeah, he runs back to the wagon at this point, but and he gets, gets shot in. Like he gets clipped in. Clipped the, in the leg. One goes past his ear. Yeah. So you get the whole ringing. Yeah. Effect, <laughs> and then yeah, he gets he gets clipped in the leg, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Uh, he gets back in the cab of the truck. The radio isn't working. 
he can't cut he can't get hold of anybody yeah and he also can't start the truck yeah i don't know why it couldn't yeah the start truck wouldn't start um then more shots hit the windscreen which presumably is bulletproof yes and um, because they're not coming through but they are shattering the windscreen um so Martin decides, look, I need to lock myself in the back yeah, because the, the back. back is the safe zone. Yeah, let's lock myself in the back. So he heads into the back of the truck. Obviously, all the prisoners are like, what the fuck's going that's on? That's where the first aid kit is as yeah, well. Yeah, that's, that's where he was heading. He headed to the first aid kit to bandage his leg up. Um, prisoners all want to know what the fuck's going on. Remus had to shut his door again. Yeah, he's he was... locked him, well, pretend locked himself <laughs> yeah. back in. Um, prisoners all kind of Shouting at Martin to figure out what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, it's all a bit chaotic. And then there's a drilling noise from outside. Yeah, so it's all kicking off at this point. And then Ramis just bursts out his door. He does and attacks attacks Martin. Martin. Yeah, so they have a bit of a, well, quite a cool fight in in this corridor. And as they're fighting, one of the cells catches fire. It does, yeah. So this like liquid pours in through the Drilled drilled holes. And the old man, the politician yeah. that we met, is burning alive in his cell. He is. Because they're not big cells. They're only like the size of a small chair. And everyone's panicking. There's gasoline going in through some of the other, other yeah, cells Yeah, another one well. sets fire as well. The fight's still going on. And basically, they, no one, they can't... Well, the others are still locked up. But the two, Ramis and Martin, who are fighting, then don't react quick enough. No. Uh, by the time the, they, really they don't. <laughs> open the door, the guy falls out. He's, he's dead. dead. Yeah, he's burned alive. And then another one of the cells catches fire and another guy's legs now on fire. Yes. So Martin opens the door. To, I presume that what's happened with his weapons to all of the cells because suddenly everybody's out. Ramis breaks away and he just runs down the corridor and locks them all. He lets everyone out. Okay. Um. Uh, and then things sort of calm down a bit. Yes. They've they've kind of everybody's out of their cells. Got Martin cornered a bit. Yeah. And uh, his radio goes off. Yeah, his radio kicks in, and he. The guy on the other end of the radio is this guy who's outside the truck. He says, open the door. Yeah, he says, if you want freedom, let me in. Yeah. If not, you will all die. Yeah. And he says, by the way, the cop who's in there with you is out of bullets because he's still holding them at gunpoint. Yes, he is. So the, I thought this got quite good now because Martin loses all of his power. Yeah. And Miguel, who's the, the name of the guy him. outside, Miguel has all the power yeah. now. He knows everything. Um, there's a key on the floor that they need. Yeah, so I think it's fell off Martin in the in, in the struggle. The, in the struggle, and the remaining guy picks it up. Yeah, Romano. Yeah, he picks it up. And this is the only key to get them out of the back. Yeah, outside of the van. Yeah. It's the only one that exists. Martin has doesn't have one now. Did he pick it up off uh, Montesinos? Montesinos. Yeah. So, and Miguel doesn't have one. He has no way of getting into the back. The only way of him getting anybody out of the back is for them to use this key. Um, so the remaining guy picks it up, thinking possibly that it's still he's like in charge. He's the big guy, yeah. and then this young guy who we've not really met before. No, we we, we briefly did meet him because he was the guy they made squat. In You'd say that the sort of wiry, chavy type criminal yeah. uh, just absolutely smushes this huge Romanian gangster in the head with a fire, fire extinguisher, extinguisher. Does. and he does not stop. I've written stoves his head in. Yeah. <laughs> He does, yeah. He literally beats this Romanian dude to death. And everyone else just stops. And you know when you, there's a point in a film where you just stop and like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. Well, that's this what everyone does in the movie. truck. They all just stop yeah. beating Martin up and just watch this guy cave this <laughs> like, guy's head in. What is happening? Like, well, we didn't and see that. I was doing the same thing. I was like, oh, this is interesting now. Because it appeared like it was going to be this Romanian guy was the issue. Yeah. yeah but he wasn't. The radio then kicks in again and he says, look, 
if you open the door, you can go. He say he says, I want nano. I only want nano. And that's this guy that's with the fire guy. extinguisher. He says he he says he is a liar. If you open the door, the rest of you can walk away. Yes. I only want him. Hand him over. And then so all the other prisoners are like, fine. Let's just hand him over. That's yeah. not an issue. Um But then Nano swallows the key. Yes. So now he has all the power because they can't get out now. Uh, he's he's babbling a bit, but he says that guy out there is an ex-cop. You yeah. can't trust him. He yeah. says we could us got we can't trust cops. Yeah. Don't believe him. He they, says they, I they, messed up his case. Yeah, they give him his name, and this is where we find out the guy's called Miguel. Uh, and then yeah, as just as everyone's about to start scrapping again, yeah, Nano uh, swallows, swallows the, key. the key. So now we're stuck in the back of this truck. Yeah. And Miguel also can't get out. Miguel can see because he's there's a camera in this truck yes. that he can see. So he's. Gives up a little bit at this point. He goes back to his own truck and has a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. He needs to have plan B. Yeah, he goes back, brews himself a brew. Sees a nice deer in the field. And the prisoners regroup a little bit as well. They'll uh, sit around and kind of decide, decide what's going to happen. And what is plan B? Well, plan B seems to be he fixes the tyre, yeah. or whatever needed doing to it, and then he cuts a load of wires yeah. in the truck's engine. So this guy must have known what he was doing. Yes. Because he basically cut the power and the heating. Yes, in the back of the truck. Yeah. But did he also fix the reason why Martin couldn't start the truck? Maybe. Possibly. Who knows? Um, meanwhile... Because he, hot, he hotwires it. He does, yeah. Meanwhile, Martin and Nano have been locked into the cell bit between the prisoners yeah. and the cab. So basically where Montesinos was sitting. Yeah. yeah. So they've locked them two in there with Ramos's handcuffs. Yeah. And while the rest of them try and figure out what to do. This is the point where the lights go out and then Miguel gets the truck moving. Yeah, they're off. Yes. And then we so they've left the scene of the crash. Yes. And then we cut to Montesinos. Yes. And he twitches. His hand twitches yeah. in the road. I quite liked that. It was a good scene. I liked that character. Scene. Yeah, I did. I thought that somehow the whole sort of him coming back from the dead. Yeah, wasn't corny. Yeah, I it agree. kind of, it kind of worked. Yeah, it did. It it needed that guy, didn't it? Yeah, it, it needed him to. Martin be Martin needed help. We never saw him die. We don't even know what happened to him. Yeah. So there was no reason for him to be dead. Yeah. So I'm, I've got no issue with him being alive. Ramis then gets on the radio and starts talking to Miguel. And he repeats his offer. Yeah, he says, does. I will let you go if you give me the kid. I don't care about anybody else. I just want Nano, but he has to be alive. So he's like, don't start ripping his stomach open to get at this key. Yeah. I need this guy alive. Um, and Ramis sort of says to himself, how do we break out of a truck? How do we get out of this truck? Yeah. He's the lock picker, remember? Uh, Nano then disconnects the camera in the cab. So Miguel has no more visual contact with them. Yep. Martin says to Nano, why did you kill the Romanian guy? And he, and he literally is terrified of Miguel. We don't know why yeah, yeah. at this point, but Nano is. He kind of says, "Well, I had no choice." Yeah, because he wanted get, the key. Yeah, we can't get so out. So the others can. I am absolutely terrified of this guy. He said that guy even visited me in prison. Yes. So this, yeah, this guy, this guy is terrified of this guy in the cab, who's now driving this truck. Um, meanwhile, the prisoner starts to make a plan. This is where we get sort of a sketchy character. Uh, summations of the ones we've not met yet. Yeah. So there's a, there's one called Gollum. Yes. He's like a, a recovering drug addict. Or did you did you notice addict. that Gollum was constantly looking at that guy's ring? Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. 
Because uh, there's a guy, not Ring Ring. There's a guy. <laughs> he who, was earlier in this movie. <laughs> there's a guy who has a really, uh, a ring that's his sister's or something. Yeah. And Gollum constantly got his eyes on uh, That guy's R- Rye? Yes. Ray? Ray, I think, yeah. Uh, and he was, he was imp- he's the guy with the beanie hat. Yeah. He's kind of, he was, I want to say the most normal prisoner. He was, the reason he was in prison is because he, he beat and possibly, I think, killed his, the guy who raped his sister. Yes. Um, that's why he wears his sister's ring. Yeah. Uh, Montesino then gets up. We see we stick with Montesino. Yeah, he literally does the big sit up. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, he tries to radio in. He's been shot in the leg. Yes, he's been shot in the abdomen. Yes, but he has got a bulletproof vest and all that stuff. Yeah, on, so he's so. good. Um, he tries to radio in. He gets to the Overton cop car and uses their radio, doesn't yep. he? Nobody, nobody responds. And then he finds Miguel's truck. Obviously, yep. remember Miguel had a truck as well. Uh, which inside he finds some photos and some newspaper clippings. Yeah, of. Presumably a motive for why Miguel's doing it's what basically he's basically ex-cop's daughter's missing. Yes. Uh, he also finds a gun. Yeah, he does. He's a bit useful. Um, the prisoners then decide that the, what they need to do is get down into the... There's a, like a luggage hold yeah. underneath the floor. Correct. Which they can access. They, they found a trap door. And their idea is if someone can go down there, look for like any loose there must fittings... Be, yeah, there must be an easy access panel or something. A, some loose screws that can basically... That, yeah. that might be able to be, get a get hole out. out to the road or something like that. What they needed to do was look up, not yeah. look down. Remis then reveals that he knows Martin. Yeah. Um, he says to Martin, how is your beautiful wife? And Martin's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because Martin's like, oh shit, all these <laughs> creepy criminals, am I being... What, did I take you down? Are you... And he's like, no, I was your I, wedding singer, mate. I sang at your wedding? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was in a ma- I, I mariachi did, band. It did make me go a bit... What? Yeah, it did make me a little but bit I, as well. I'm always a little bit willing to give a bit of benefit of the doubt because I'm not... There, I can see how you... I'm not always sure it's come through cleanly on a subtitle. Yeah. Do, you know, because you, there's ways you can maybe write that quite nicely. Yeah. But when I'm just reading on a subtitle and it's, it literally says, oh, yeah, I was your wedding singer. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's fucking clunky. But I'm, I'm, I'm. But also, like, it didn't have any bearing on the film. It's just, no, like, just a coincidence no, no. that happened. It was just a world. red herring to make you think, yeah. "Oh my god, has he been stalking Martin for years?" Yeah. And no, no. <laughs> but it, it was quite an interesting, uh, interesting idea. But yeah, he's in a mariachi band or something and sang at Martin's wedding. Miguel, who's driving this truck, remember he then spots somebody following them. Yeah, and, and it's his own car. Oh, it's my car. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's Montesino, and he starts shooting. And there's a bit of a chasing going on now. They try and ram each other off the road. They do. Um, and eventually, Miguel manages to ram Montecito off the oh, road. Yeah, and what we did mention is that uh, Rye, he's gone down into the hold under yes. the under the walkway. I knew this was coming. Yeah, yeah. Because he has managed to get into the hold, and he has found some really big, long bolts, bolts with nuts on that he thinks if he opens, he can get out, probably. Yeah. So he's lying on his belly. Trying to undo these bolts. Montesino hits a tree. This guy's having a really bad day. Yeah. He's having, this is his second. He's run off the road. He's run off the road, crashed into a tree. Um, Miguel slams the brakes on. The prisoners get thrown everywhere. And Ray gets impaled on the bolt that he was trying to open through the top of his skull. Yeah. And I'm like, I could see it come in and I'm so glad they did it. Yeah. Because it needed to happen. Yeah, it did. And it really worked. Um, Yeah, he's dead. Uh, Montesino is also dead. It was not straight away. Oh, it wasn't sorry. Miguel goes to check on him. Yeah, and he dies. Was Mon- 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 yeah. Montesino dies while Miguel's just looking at him? 
Because um, I've even written it. Dude's still not dead. Oh, yeah. no, he, he is. Gets a dark life. <laughs> yeah, he's had a bad day, that guy. Miguel is not... This isn't going according to plan for Miguel. No. Let's put it that way. He's, he's starting to realise it's a bit It's a bit of a Mexican standoff. Yeah, there's nothing he can Spanish do. The, the key has been swallowed by this guy. Yeah. There's no other way out of this truck. He can't get in, they can't get out. Yeah, yeah so you've got four people left alive in the back. You've still yeah. got Miguel, and, uh, you've still got Martin and Nano uh, yeah. imprisoned. Yeah, in one side. And uh, the two cons remaining are Gollum and, and Ramis. Ramis. Yes. So Mistel, Miguel, Mistel, Miguel starts driving the truck again. Yeah. So drives off again. I think he's coming up with a plan. Um, Remis tries to talk to him again, but Miguel's having none of it now. He's like, he's like look, the sun's starting to come up. You've you, not got you're, long. You're running he's out like, of time. He's like, look, my offer's not changed. Yeah, but you are running out of time. Yeah. Um, you need to get him out of there. Nano said, they say to Nano, look, this is, Miguel actually speaks to Nano. He's like, this yeah. is your last chance. And Nano's like, I don't know what he wants. I don't know what he wants from me. What can I do? Uh, Martin tries to talk to Miguel, but again, he's not having any of it. And Martin says, I can't just hand him over. He's my prisoner. Yeah. I can't just give him to Even if you could get to us, I can't just give him to you anyway. Sure. We can't, we can't be giving prisoners to vigilantes. Of course you can. And... No. What sort of a cop would do yeah. that? Um, and then I, was, I sort of started sitting up and listening at this point because I'm like, this is cool. Miguel drives the truck. Out onto a frozen lake. I yeah, this this sort of this ten minute sequence was the highlight of the movie. It really for me. was. It really yeah. was. He drives it out onto this frozen lake, gets out of the truck, and starts shooting at the ice around the wheels. Yeah, and it starts to break. Yeah, and, and he just walks. The guys, the all the guys in the but he just, yeah he just walks away. He's given up on getting Nano out. He's just going to kill all of them. Yeah, he's going to drown them all. They don't know what's happened. All they know is that the the truck stopped. Sure. Until water starts pouring into the back of the truck. And how, yeah. And it's really cold. Yeah, it's ice they cold They say that water. a lot. Yeah, they do say that an awful lot. Um, the truck starts sinking very slowly because this ice is quite thick, so it's only breaking slowly. Uh, the truck is sinking back first. Yes. So the water actually starts coming in through the uh, the end of the truck that Ramis and Gollum are in. Yes. So Martin and Nano are kind of going up in the air yeah. as this is happening. Um and it's this point where Martin decides to reveal where the emergency exit is. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> he's like, there is an emergency exit. Behind it's the above l- that fluorescent above light, the light in, in the, the roof. roof. So you were looking down, you shouldn't look to it. But he's like, you need to get us out. He's like, I've told you where it is, Unlock let this door. us out. So Martin, Remy starts to pick the lock on the handcuffs and then he drops the lock pick. Of course he does. It's the, key, does. the actual key, he drops it. Oh, it's the actual key, yeah, is yeah. it? Sorry, I thought it was the lock pick. Um, the other dude, Gollum, yeah. he goes under the water to try and get this get the shiny thing. shiny thing back. Um, and he does. Um, Remis then gets the lock open. And the as they all four of them are converged back together, the truck sinks to the bottom of this icy yeah. lake. Um, Gollum freezes to death, I think is what you can <laughs> Yeah, well, this is kind of the first hint that, uh, you know, there's a bit more to Nano. Because he just... He just Shrugs them all off and he's yeah, first out he's, the he's window. Just out that door. He knows where the emergency yeah. exit is. He's got to get out yeah. of here now. So he kicks out the emergency exit, goes out, get, swims up through the water, gets out onto the ice. Uh, Remis and Martin follow. Yeah. So they're getting out, but Gollum doesn't follow. Yeah. Unfortunately, he is frozen to death. Um, look, I know things can happen quickly. I he was know the first he, one to go underwater. To I know. He, yeah. But it did feel like it happened very quickly. Yeah. Okay. That's I, fine. I, 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 Look, it's a it's real, a, it's, it's a, a real nitpick. nitpick. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, he, he freezes to death yeah. before he can get out. So they're all on the ice now. So Mar- Nano's got out. Martin and Ramos have got out. These are only three people left. Although Nano's kind of gone off in a different direction, yeah, isn't he's he? Gone, he's yeah. he's a, on a on a different shore of the lake. Miguel was leaving. He thought he'd he's just killed the them all. The, yeah, he's at the top of the top of the rise. Yeah. overlooking the lake. He thought he killed them all. He's, he's seen the truck then, sink. Yes. So he's just walked off, thinking his job is to complete. Yeah. However, he sees some people starting to emerge. So he turns back around again. That cocks his gun, doesn't he? Yeah. And goes back down the hill. Remis rescues Martin here. He pulls him out of the, the lake. Yeah. And Nano goes off on his own. He goes, he's found this like, I guess, abandoned township. I thought it was like a fort on the hill. Yeah. It's like, like an like, old fort. Yeah, like an old farm like type thing. I don't know. There's a lot of... Buildings. And, yeah, because we get a, like a lingering shot of it looming above the lake. Yeah, so... And Martin and Ramis, so as you say, get out of the lake together. And yeah. Martin says... He's kind of like, I'm going to have to do this, aren't I? Yeah. What did you say you were going to call that bar that yeah, was your dream to open? Because he was going to open a bar. Good where, luck. He basically says, good luck. Shakes his hand. I never saw you. I never saw you. Yeah. Let's Remis go. Um. It, the, incidentally, he was going to call it the Fandango in the Dominican Republic. I, I'm sold. <laughs> I'll have a rum there with him. He can't look after both prisoners. He's going to lose one. He needs to sort out what's going on with Nano. Yeah. Um, so again, and again, you hear you hear some distant gunfire. Yes, um, Martin heads towards this like abandoned township, and when he gets there, he finds Miguel in a window of a building, yeah. shooting down at Nano, who he's got like pinned down behind a wall. And um, Martin heads into this building. Yeah, goes to reason with Miguel. I yeah, guess. he gets upstairs, does try and reason with him. He just yeah. t- he says, "Hand yourself in." And and what Ram- the fuck is all this about? <laughs> yeah, the same question we've been asking. Yeah. What's Miguel, the beef, man? Miguel says, I will hand myself in. I'm, he actually says, I'm prepared to take the punishment of everything I've done today. Yeah. But I am going to when kill this guy. When that guy is dead. <laughs> yeah. I am going to kill this guy. Um, and then we get the story of why he's going to kill this yeah. guy. And this changes your perception of Nano as a character. Yeah. Because to this point, he's been the goofy, chavy, and this teenage is the, guy. This is the best bit of acting yeah, absolutely. But yeah, because I think Miguel's, Miguel's kind of been movie. hidden. Yes, he has in this movie. He's been under that poncho. He's been in the dark. The, the, but the guy who plays him gets to do some the best acting of this movie in this five minutes. He just tells the story of why he wants Nano. Yeah, and it's it's quite a harrowing story. So if you're triggered by that, I'm going to say it. Um, basically, his daughter went to a music festival or a town festival. It's, it's like a village festival. Village, yeah. He like says the, the first family. time we let her out, she's 13. Yeah. She went on a... Re- we said, you go out with your friends, we'll see you there later. Yeah. Nano got a drunk with his friend. Um, they raped her. They both raped her, individually and together. Then he tied her to the back of a car. Well, they tortured her as well because yeah. he's, he was talking about pliers and all yeah, yeah, sorts yeah. of horrible things. They tied her to the back of a car and drove her through an airfield. They, like, actually, on a, like on a chain and yeah, dragged, yeah, her, dragged her around yeah. on the back of this car. Um, where she was, thir- this is where she says she was 13, and they left her body. And only Nano knows where yeah, her he body says, is. I don't know where her body is. I've never been able to bury my daughter. I was confused at this point. I was like, how does he know all of this if they've never found the body? But again, they even answer that question in a minute. So I'm fine with that. Um, there was an investigation. There was not enough evidence. He said, yeah, he didn't yeah. go down for it. And he's been in and out of jail for various minor yeah. infractions. And in a few months, he'll be out again. But he says, I know it was him. Yeah. I found his friend. Yep. 
and he told me the story of what happened. Yeah, that's and how he told me Nano. Yeah, yeah. but Nano the is the, the start. That's the guy who he buried alive yeah. at the start. But Nano is the only one who knows where this girl's body is. Yeah, he says all I want to do is bury my daughter, and yeah, I will take whatever punishment yeah. I get for killing this kid. And Martin says to him, "Look, I can't. I'm a cop. I need to stop." That's doing not what how we give out justice. That's, he yeah. says, "You know that you were a cop." Yeah, and he Miguel says, says, "I wasn't, but I don't trust the system. I don't trust the justice system." Oh, Miguel says um, to him, "Have you got family?" Yeah. And we know he has. And we know we he's got that little scene from the yeah. start. And Martin says to him, what if you're wrong? And he's like, I'm not wrong. Yeah. His friend told me everything before I killed him. And Martin says, well, what, he might have been lying. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, and I, at this point, We're in like, ethical dilemma right, territory yeah, here. Yeah, we really are. This gets heavy at this point. I'm like, I'm up, I'm here for this. Cause... Uh, and but look, again, we've got a standoff here. Yeah. Uh, Miguel... He really wants to kill Nano, so he's going to go through Martin if he needs to. Yes. So, yeah, we have another scrap. We do. Martin tackles him um, and manages to stab him through the hand. Yeah, he does with a piece of glass. A piece of glass right through. Um, they fight. They fight a lot more. Uh, Martin eventually manages to wrestle the shotgun off him. Yes. And Miguel runs. He leaves, yes. Yeah. So yeah. He's not interested in hurting Martin. No. He wants to kill Nano. That's all this guy lives for. Um, and he does. He runs away from Martin. Martin goes after Nano and Martin chases and eventually comes across them fighting or well not even fighting Miguel, Miguel is, is drowning and pounding the living Nano. shit out of Nano um, I, until Nano clobbers Miguel with a rock yes he does Martin then club, clocks the shotgun tells them both to stop and they do they separate and then suddenly a helicopter turns up yeah you hear a chopper you hear sirens then yeah. there's a helicopter right above them and Miguel's on the floor. He's defeated. Yeah, Martin's he's, he's got like, the, I've lost. I've lost. Martin's got the shotgun pointed at him. Uh, both of Well, yeah. Right, both at him, but yeah. that, both of them. Nano's standing as if nothing's happened. He knows the cops are coming now. He knows he's won or he's not going to die anymore. Well, well, yeah. But, well, that's that's the fatal mistake, isn't it? Because yeah. he starts laughing. Yeah, he does. And, he's and like, he literally says, I've I'm, won. I've beaten, I've beaten you. you. And I'm never going to tell you where she is. Yeah, he does. I'm not going to tell you where she is. Oh, you bastard. And then Martin fires a shotgun at his... F- oh, he actually spits at Miguel as well. Yeah. Martin fires a shotgun at Nano's feet and then holds the gun on him and says, you will tell him. You will tell him now. And, and then he shoots his he hand off. Yes, and then he shoots his hand off. <laughs> um, he does. He points the shotgun. Miguel's lying, Nano's lying on the floor at this point. Miguel's pointing the gun at him. At Martin. And, uh, Martin's pointing the gun at him, sorry. And he's like, I'm not going to tell him. And he shoots his hand off. In one of the most graphic scenes I think we might have ever seen. It was good. It was <laughs> a good effect. <laughs> it was actually, a really good I effect. Thought. The hand just disintegrates in front of your very eyes. And he just, he starts screaming because his hand's been shot off. And he screams, she's in the well. Um, she's in the well in this field, wherever she yeah. is. And then the cavalry turn up. There's all sorts SWAT. of SWAT teams. There's all sorts, loads of cops turn up. Martin puts his hands in the air, drops the shotgun. Miguel puts his hands in the air. Nano puts a hand in the air. <laughs> and, Martin surrenders, yeah. Yeah, that's, well, he's... He's just holding these prisoners, but you, if there are loads of cops turn up, you put your hands in the air. <laughs> I mean, I took it as a surrender. He's been witness shooting. Yeah. These. I think a cop would get away with it. Uh, well, let's they get into probably that shouldn't, because... Uh, they probably shouldn't, but I think it probably... I've got to say, it might be my big uh, bone of contention with this movie. Well, you don't know, to be fair, because... The next scene we see... He looks is, like he walks away a pretty free man at the end of this. He walk, It doesn't maybe look like he may not be a cop anymore. <laughs> no, he, walks, well, he clears his locker. Is the final scene of... In, of he's not movie. escorted out, though, is he? He is not escorted out. Um, 
he does clear his locker though. He's taken all it, of his stuff. The credit I would give it is he, Martin is a broken man. Completely. He see he sees Montesino's name get taken off his neighbouring locker. Yeah. Which also breaks him a little bit. And the credits roll and as the credit which I thought was quite nice. The I credits like roll that. over Martin walking out of out this of police, the police station. station. And I thought yeah, that's, civvies, and you, yeah. you just see him walking for ages. And it's just silent. And there's no, there's no music. No. The credits are rolling and Martin's just walking out of this station and the film ends. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, I liked it. I really liked this. I thought it was good. I, re- I, I did like it. I really enjoyed it. I, it was good action. It was good tension. I, I, I just, it fell a little bit short of I thought it was good. It fell a bit short of being properly good. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I had a good time, but I, I don't know if it was a bit of the unevenness. I, f- I really felt that last scene, <laughs> the, like the director had watched Seven recently. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and it was a bit like, I, I liked the sort of, the tension of, Martin trying to get Nano to tell Miguel where his kid was buried, but I was like, oh, this is, feels like a bit of a shift. It's a bit of a quick shift from in, for Martin's character. And it was a tense scene, yeah. but I was like, oh, this has got a very different feel to the rest of this movie. Yeah. And it just... I, no, it did. You, no, it was fair. just a bit of a shift. For I me. think it shifted when Miguel said to Martin, do you have a family? Yeah, and I think that's the point where Martin was like, "Yeah, and I'd probably be doing exactly the same yeah. thing if my daughter was in this situation." And then I started thinking, and this this is on me. This is my problem. It's my mind had already started going, I, especially when he shot his hand off. I was like, "Oh, well, is he going to get arrested for that?" Yeah, because is Martin now no better because he's he's just done Miguel's work for him, and Miguel's going to get arrested anyway because he's done this whole yeah, kill loads of people. <laughs> Martin's killed, Miguel's killed lots of people. Um, and I was just. I really liked it, but it just, it was, for me, it was just short of being an all-timer for us. Okay, that's interesting. I I, I don't have that issue with it. I do have some issues with it. Um, I, I, I would like to say it's too long, but I don't think it is. I think, no, it's, I, I think, I think it fits quite nicely in its runtime. Yeah. It's, I think it, it's paced really nicely. I think it works. There's no fat in there that I'd cut out, I don't think. I think it's. I think it's. There's some really tense moments in there. I don't know if you needed so many characters. Yeah, some of the characters get killed been, off quite earlier. Would this have early. been best? I suppose you need the body count, though, don't you? But I I do wonder if tension-wise, this would have been a better movie if if it had literally been a, a four-person movie. Yeah. I think you needed to see Mark Miguel killing people to know how how driven driven he was. He was yeah, because. This guy's on his own completely, and yeah. he's defeated a truck full of known criminals. Like when he started burning people alive. But I suppose he didn't really kill any of the criminals, did he? Directly. Well, he, he set fire to the cells and murdered no, that guy. Yeah, but true. He, but he didn't actually. No, he he was responsible for the deaths of all yeah. of them. But directly, no, he didn't kill. I anybody. just think it's the balance. It's the balance of. I think it's a great idea here. I think some of it was excellent, but I was like. Did I want? I think maybe I was teased with how good the actual acting was in that that sort of reveal scene with yeah. between Miguel and Martin. I was like, oh, could we have had a bit more? Yeah, of do you think that, that all came throughout? too quickly together? Do you think we could have done a bit more of maybe a bit more of that in this runtime of this movie? Maybe it needed a bit more 
opportunity for him to do a bit more of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because he's clearly a talented cast. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I know that's being nitpicky, but maybe that's what just made me think the balance was slightly off. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great. I, I, I genuinely enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good movie, uh, as all Spanish movies appear to be that we do on this show. That we t- we never we've I don't think we've ever been disappointed by a Spanish movie. We we mm. just tend to like them. We just I mean, it's, <laughs> this is this is just you know it's yeah it's a it's a gim- bit gimmicky but it's a good gimmick. Yeah, that being trapped in that confined space. The whole we can't get out, you can't, can't get, get in. in. I and, really like that. The, it... the set pieces derived from that for good were good. With the 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 sort of five ten minutes when the truck is sinking. Yeah, that's I, really I that was, was a really excellent. great scene. Um, there were no like. It feels nice after some of the conversations of the last week or so. <laughs> I didn't feel like there were any like huge logic leaps. No, I don't think it so. Kind of I think it all made its sense. own rules, yeah, it didn't did. it? Um, like I say, I think the performances were pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I had a good time. If your only nitpick is that the ending isn't quite long enough, then that's that's a good film. I don't, yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> having seen how good some of these actors are, I, I think it's maybe a bit more with the scripts. It's yeah, it's, maybe the ending's left. Could we open. have had a bit more scenery chewing? Yeah, maybe. Possibly. I think you may, yeah, you may be right. Yeah. The ending's left ambiguous. You don't know what's happened tonight, and you don't yeah. know. He might just be going home for the day. It could have been <laughs> six months later, and he's been to court, and yeah. he's picking his stuff up. Or it, you don't know. It, you, it's left ambiguous. You don't know where what Martin's fate was. But I would don't you mind like that. to? Have, and this is getting into the detail. But is is he's walking away clearly a broken man? Yeah. Would it? Would you? Do you think you'd have got anything more from like a a cuffed and jumpsuited Miguel? Being escorted to his no, I don't funeral think I or the the well or I maybe you could have seen them go to the well. That would have been a nice ending yeah. scene. Maybe it's another chance to get some emotion out into it. I'd, am I wanting too much? I don't know. I'd, maybe uh, the better final scene, rather than Martin going to his locker, is Miguel going to the well. Yeah, maybe I'll give you that. Yeah, I think you I think that maybe works. Do you know what I mean? I've done, yeah, it sounds yeah, I like I'm being really critical. And it's a, it's a, it I is just, a tiny little Yeah, thing. but I just think it is really close to being next level. Yeah. And it just wasn't quite there for me. Yeah, it's a shame. Because overall, but, but it's a I did really film. enjoy it. Overall, yeah, it's yeah. a really I good film. I did enjoy it. What's the best thing about it? Um, I think it's the, the characters and the way that they interact. I think we don't see this a lot, where you've got quite a few good actors in in roles playing off each other quite well. I, the way that Remis worked with Mentecito and with Miguel, uh, with Martin. Miguel having been completely driven. Nano was great. Even the Romanian guy. I, ju- I just think it's I a thought g- it was a really good ensemble cast. I think it's a good all-round movie because it's got a good, it's got good performances, but it also it's got a good action because quite often we get one or the other. Yeah. And... It's innovative because it's got good action scenes in really, really small places. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it it works well with its budget, and um, I, I'm torn between whether to say it's the action set pieces or it's the the the, the bits of action. Probably the action because I think we could have had a bit more with the. I think the moment the he drove out on the ice and I knew what he was doing. Yeah, I was like, from the next fifteen twenty minutes after that, brilliant. Yeah. It's it's really really cool. It's a really clever idea. Yeah. I, I just think there was, there was maybe a bit more emotional heft to be had if you, and it's not often I say a film could be longer, but if you if you extended that sort of scene around the 
the the fort, the abandoned fort, yeah. to have a bit of well, they're chasing Nano for another ten minutes or something. The, yeah, you could you may have might have even been able to rack, racket the tension up further. Yeah, you're probably right. I'll probably give you that. But that's probably what splits it from being one of you know getting into all time or bottom of the stream territory. Yeah. Okay, so that's fair. That's fair. Um, shall we talk stream table? Let's do it. Do you want me to read any of it? Um, Where should I read up from to? I to- uh, well, it's top 10 it's for top me. top 10 for me as well. So, so. do you want to do top 10? Top 10. Currently at number 10 is Rose Island. Number 9 is The Cleanse. Number 8 is You Are Not My Mother. Number 7 is The Giver. Number 6 is Double World. Number 5 is The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter. Number 4 is Headshot. Number 3 is Nature Reborn. Number 2 is Old People. And number 1, currently at the top of the stream, is The Decline. Thoughts, Nick? I have a thought. I've got a place. Go on. I'm, I'm pretty... I'm, pr- I'm pretty happy with where I would want to put it if this was my stream table. <laughs> I'm just going to agree I, with whatever you say anyway because I'm not going to get... <laughs> I'd know, genuinely want to know where you'd put it. Go on. I, my, so my my starting offer is I think it makes top five. I put it fifth. I I, I think I really enjoyed it. Okay. I, I can work with that. I think it is third. Okay. Um... I genuinely, I think all of those films in the top five are great. I think it's a better movie than Headshot. And I think I think it's a better movie than Nature Reborn. I think that's where I'm teetering on either side of that personally. So I, I think if I'm being truly, if I'm being really objective, yeah. it is probably all round a better movie than Headshot. Yes. Personally, I think I enjoyed, I, I just think Headshot was more fun. Okay. So that's why I was giving it that the edge. I preferred Nature Reborn to this. Okay. Personally. Okay. Fourth. I'm happy with that. I I was either side of Nature Reborn, so if you want to go fourth. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Deal. No gaslighting needed this week. Sweet. Right. Should we pick next week's film? Let's do it. Um, We don't need to. Okay. A wild card has been played. Okay. Um, a couple you of weeks ago, just after the trepidation Os- in my voice, around the Oscar ceremony, um, we did a game in our Discord where we predicted who would win which Oscar. Yeah, top six Oscars. Whoever got the most right would win a prize. The prize was a wild card. Alex, who is known in our Discord as Smileyton, won that competition. He did. Well, he drew, but we gave it him because he didn't know he, what the other the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, he won a wild card. He has therefore now played that wild card. Would you like to know what he's playing? I, I really would. I've no idea where we're going now. You don't, you know, we don't, he's, a, he's a mysterious character, is old Smileyton, so we don't know what he's doing. He has picked an Australian movie. Oh, wow. Uh, Have we been to Australia before? On the bottom of the street. You are asking me to really delve into the memory banks. I, I, I feel, don't think I we have. I feel like we should have. Yeah, I feel like we should have, but I don't think but we I have. But I don't. Don't know if we've done an Australian movie. We've done lots of movies with Australian actors and actresses. Yeah, hundred percent. But I don't know if we've done an Australian-made movie. No. Well, no, we're going possibly to. Possibly not. We're going well, to. Well, it's, it's well overdue if that's the case. Would you like to know the movie that he has picked? Uh, yes, please. He has picked a movie called Go Karts. Seriously. Seriously. Is it about go karts? Yep. Amazing. <laughs> would you like to know a synopsis? Yes, I really would. When Jack 
and his single mother move to a small town in Western Australia, he soon gets involved in the competitive world of go-kart racing. <laughs> okay. Jack has got natural talent, but must learn to control his recklessness. To do that, he'll need the help of an aspiring engineer called Mandy, wisecracking best mate Colin, and mysterious mentor Patrick. Together, the team will endeavour to overcome all odds and defeat the ruthless racer Dean to win the <laughs> National Go-Kart Championships. What we have here, Nick, is Karate Kid in Go-Karts. <laughs> I think, I've, not to tease too much, I think I've already got my one-word review. <laughs> Um, IMDb describes it as a family sports movie. Oh, lovely. And it is a 12. I'm on board. Currently rated at 5.9 on IMDb with lots of Australians in it. Good day. Good day to Australia. I'm excited to see this. Yeah. It's, Me too. It's 142. It's another relatively long movie. Well, not long, but compared to we <laughs> mostly do 90 minute movies. It feels like that's quite. Is that like quite a long length for a movie about go-karts maybe it's the <laughs> titanic of go-kart maybe movies. it is maybe so we'll see well look i'm up for it it's yeah. an unknown quantity we don't know much about alex and we don't know much about go-kart movies so we're, we're going in blind yeah sure I'm intrigued so yeah go out and watch go-karts and in the meantime check us out on instagram twitter and letterbox at b-o-t-s underscore podcast uh, if you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottomofthestream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Car sticker. Car sticker. You put it in your prison truck or on your go-kart. Absolutely. Put it on any vehicle that you wish, yeah. wish to put it on. A rescue helicopter, maybe. <laughs> um, after you've done all of that, head over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. You'll get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you come at the top level, you'll get a wild card, which means you can do what Alex has just done and play a wild card and try and win the prize that comes at the end of the season. Indeed. After you've done all of that, head over to Discord. Our Discord is filled with horrible bullies. <laughs> but also... I love everyone in the Discord. I love everyone in the Discord too, but they are bullying me the lately. And <laughs> they like me. They, yeah, for some reason, they've taken to you just lately. Because... I don't know why you're you, a horrible person. <laughs> because you don't know films. <laughs> that is one of the worst <laughs> things you've ever said to me. <laughs> I do know films. I do know terrible films. That's my expertise. Um, yeah, no, I'm joking. The Discord is full of wonderful, movie-loving people who we have good banter with. Um we talk about all sorts. We talk about movies. We talk about all oh, loads of other cool stuff. We do watch a lot. I think we've got to watch. Is that would that have happened by now? Yes. I think if you are now some, listening to this, we have, have missed. Just, our, we have watch just done a watch along. We have. That is Sunday night. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we do watch alongs every so often, probably four or five times a year, maybe, maybe yeah. more. Um, we play games. We do loads of cool stuff in there. It's great. Come along and join our Discord. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare. A few minutes. Please consider using those minutes to leave us a review and a rating. Anyway, you can review and rate podcasts because we're on all of those places. Podbean, Podchaser, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio and all the others. Uh, just come and say hi. Leave us a rating. It really helps. It helps spread the word of our show. It really does. The more people that listen, the more fun it will be to do. <laughs> I've spoken too much now. Um, yeah, do all of that. Go out and watch Go Cards, and then we'll be back. Go Carts, and we'll be back on Monday for the wave, and next Thursday for the movie show. Cheers. Bye.